wearing my khakis. There you go. There you go. It's like, whoa, am I in the streets of Boston right now? What? What's there happening? There you go. There you go. Hey, I'm trying. <laughs> Stop looking. You found us. You're part of the revolution. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Our kids are worthy. They are strong. They are confident. Oh, that scared at me. Oh, God. All around, we're always in this together. You just can't let stuff get to you. You you have to keep yourself positive. To know that there's an outlet for them to be able to participate and feel confident and feel strong. Greatness comes from failure. Greatness doesn't come from repeated just success. But with the support that we get from the community and the torch runners, it really comes from their hearts that makes it real rewarding for us. Let's all stay interactive and let's stay so connected. That's right. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, or whenever you're catching this podcast. I'm Chris Darnell. And I'm Everett King. And I am Bruce Clark. And this is episode 67 of Welcome to the Revolution. What is up, guys? How are we doing today? Well, you know, I can't complain. I'm doing great. What about yourself? I'm doing good on a Monday. Bruce, how are you? Uh, I'm doing all right. We were just on a South Region uh, call that was a little bit long, but um, I'm doing okay. So I'm glad to have you all here. So we got a lot to talk about today, starting with um, the big thing that happened uh, last week, early last week, if you've been on our YouTube channel or you visited the Return to Play website that we have up, uh, you know that Special Olympics Texas is in a two-week pause um, because of the number of cases that are going up and our number one priority is the safety of our athletes. So if you're wondering if you had an event planned or something was planned and all of a sudden it's not happening until a later date now we are in a two-week pause but that is all it is it is a two-week pause and we plan for everything else to go forward as expected but uh you know everett and bruce while i have you all here kind of chit chat about you know what do you think the effect of this two-week pause is, is going to have what do you think our athletes are feeling what do you want them to know you know because we're not they're not shut down it's just you know a couple of weeks here that we're going to try to get back on track but you know what do you think is happening out there in the world i'm gonna let mr bruce handle this one first yeah my my thought on it is kind of um like here we go again like i just don't want our offices to shut down again and then just go back to square one uh, like we were um for the past year and a half well, you know, I, I look at it as, you know, two two different ways. You know, first off, our athletes just got back into practicing and now they feel like, hey, you know, I can't I can't go out there and do anything. You know, we're we're putting a little a little pause on it. Well, as an athlete, the way that I would look at it is, hey, you letting that, those muscles recover. And then in two weeks, we're going to get right back out there and do what we do and have a lot of fun, uh, you know. We have to take these precautions um, just so that we can make sure that everyone is safe and are able to have a great competition. Yeah, exactly. Like you said, it is a precaution on our end. But, you know, like I said it's a, it's a way to recover or, you know, you can still practice. You can still, um, you know, train for your sports and your events at home. Um, because like we said, we're still planning going forward with summer games in September. That is still going forward as it's planned right now. But, you know, like you said, it's a time to 
recover, uh, maybe take a little bit of time off if you've been training really, really hard, because I know there are a ton of teams out there that have been training nonstop since we opened practice back up and got the protocol. And maybe it's another chance to sit there and say, well, who doesn't have all the stuff that we need, you know, completed our medicals up to date or our COVID, you know, trainings and all that up to date to make sure that your team is ready to go when we do, you know, lift this pause, hopefully at the end of the month. Um, because on the 30th, they are going to reassess the situation and tell us if we're going to go forward or not. But as of right now, we are moving forward after this pause. And, you know, hopefully all y'all out there keep your spirits up. Because I think that's the the toughest thing right now, Everett and Bruce, is to keep – everybody's got to keep, you know, their spirit up and make sure that, you know, they're moving forward as well and nobody kind of just stops. Yeah, I think the toughest part is just uh, as a Special Olympics athlete, just having the – a positive mindset that uh, we will be moving forward after all of this instead of taking a step back. Exactly. So I think that's the best way to look at it. Most definitely. You know, as as an athlete out there, you know, sometimes we have those setbacks and some of us, you know, especially looking forward to going out there and competing from being off for a year, uh, we can get a little down. But just as Chris was saying, just use this as a time to reflect and and do your own personal workouts or practices. Um, and, and that way you can get out there and, you know, show your stuff off. So. Oh, exactly. Because we can't wait to see all of y'all at summer games and showing off what you can do at summer games. And, you know, we've already seen what our athletes have been training and doing when we had virtual summer games. And, you know, we'll see that here pretty soon, all that work going into it as well. We'll get to see our athletes show off what they've done and what they've prepared for, which is the best part of, you know, being able to put on these events is seeing that hard work get paid off. And, you know, we just, you know, we've, we're starting on kind of a low point here on the podcast, but we just wanted to make sure that everybody knows kind of where we are in Special Olympics Texas right now as the situation is evolving every single day. So we just want to let everybody know what's happening and to know that, you know, we are still here and we're trying our hardest and working our hardest to get everything back up and going to see you at summer games and through the rest of our fall schedule since it is packed jam and Everett would know that very well because it's packed jam everywhere with events um, in our fall season so uh, we can't wait to see all of y'all out there showing off all your skills like we said so let's move on to a lighter situation and last week on Friday guys we had our Dunkin Donuts fundraisers and we've changed the name is it tell me tell me the name because it used to be cops on top but it's not that anymore it's coffee. I think it's coffee on top. No, it's coffee with champions. Ah, okay. Coffee with champions is the new name. But we are out of Dunkin' Donuts locations across the entire state of Texas. And I know that Bruce and Everett, y'all were at a couple of locations. I was at more than a couple. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to lie to you. Um, I would like to say, you know, uh, a big shout out to um, the North Richland Hills, uh, Bedford, Ulysses. I mean, dude, it was just nice over there off of uh, uh, out here in Fort Worth uh, at, at the ones that I went to. We had several different police departments uh, out there working together. Colleyville, um, I mean, South Lake, I mean, Keller. We had so many that was just working. It was so much fun. Uh, there were some police officers that were actually uh, behind the register uh, delivering uh, donuts out the drive-through. We had people <laughs> at the drive-through. It is just, it was just awesome. 
it was awesome. So that's yeah. cool to see them doing all all the different kind of aspects uh, in the store, kind of really getting involved. That's kind of cool. Oh yes, <laughs> Bruce. What what was it kind of like? Did you get to Did you get to go out to a, a Dunkin' Donut? I was actually at the San Antonio office, the Morgan's Wonderland office on Friday. So um, some of, a couple of our staff went to one of the locations there in San Antonio, but I did not know. That's awesome. I mean, it was a great, uh, a great fundraiser from her. We hadn't had, we don't have any official numbers on it quite yet. So we're not going to give those out right now, but uh, all around all the pictures that I saw come in, it looked like everybody was having a blast um, at all these different locations. And like Everett said, I think the officers and the LATR and, you know, all the, everybody that came out for the torch run, I think got involved while I say this, a Dunkin' Donut commercial is actually on TV right now. Um, but uh, they actually got involved in everything. Um, that was happening uh, at these events. <laughs> what I heard, we had a lot, a lot of uh, participation. It was it was pretty cool. You know, you could always go into our website and and take a look at all the pictures that were were sent in mm-hmm. of uh, not only the police officers out there having fun, but as well as the staff out there. Uh, many staff members from from different um, Duncans were were out there, and, and what was so cool is they when I say they, everyone that was involved, that's what they wanted to do was be involved. They wanted to go out there and show their spirit and, and they believed in this cause. So this was pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. And you know, the important things, what's your favorite thing to get from Dunkin' Donuts? Uh, right now they're iced coffee, you know, mm. but I'm a big munchkin guy too. So I've never had munchkins. No, not those munchkins. But anyway, uh, <laughs> I would I would hope not. I would, I, would, I would hope not those kinds of munchkins. No, I was, but, I'm assuming uh, they're they're some kind of donut thing. They're like little donut holes, and then oh, they're pretty nice. good. Yeah, yeah, nice. they're really good. So, and then my favorite, what I usually get all the time is the um, it is the turkey sausage egg and cheese in English muffin. You know, try whoa, to, try whoa. To be nice try to try to do a little healthy thing every now and then <laughs> whoa that is like fancy coming out of a dunkin donuts whoa <laughs> we're talking english muffin sandwiches i thought it was just like a quick cup of coffee and a you know boston cream filled donut is what boston green <laughs> cup of coffee <laughs> not, yeah can i get a coffee please there you go because my, my boston accent was horrible so i'm gonna, I'm gonna stop <laughs> All, all, all you got to do to get a Boston accent is, you know, say car keys, but just say khakis. Where are my khakis? <laughs> that's how you get it. I love it. That's how you, that's how you get it. You know? All right. Where are my khakis? There you go. <laughs> there you go. It's like, whoa, am I in the streets of Boston right now? What? What's there happening? There you go. There you go. Hey, I'm trying. <laughs> Bruce, what's your favorite thing to get from Dunkin's? Assuming that you maybe you go to Dunkin. I don't go to Dunkin, but. Um, I would say probably a maple bar donut. Mm, ooh, those are pretty good too, I heard. Yeah. See, and the reason he's asking us, um, Bruce, because they don't have Duncan out there, which is all false. We we do, but it's a, we've never had one until like maybe a few years ago. So I didn't grow up with it. So, uh, you know, it's not like. I never, I never had it when I was a kid, so I never got the opportunity to be like, "Oh my gosh, I love Dunkin'." I go there all the time. 
Got you. Okay. Yeah. I, I had one there. Okay. So see, yeah. Gonna... Yeah. So we we got one. It's just been a, it's just, we've had it for just a few years now. You know, I grew up on a place called you know Circle M Donuts, which is the best donut shop ever in the world. But you know, we love Dunkin'. We're here for Dunkin' Donuts, not for Circle M. So uh, it sounds like a great event, and we love working with Dunkin' Donuts. Um, and you know going back every single year you know it doesn't just happen once a year we we kind of do this throughout the year don't we yes we do we have yeah. several different events with them yes yeah so we're always working with dunkin donuts but i'm gonna have to go try that what that english muffin and like can oh i get an gosh. english muffin and the maple donut because people told me to get it i'm not gonna do iced coffee because everybody knows i'm not a coffee guy but I'll do a donut and an English muffin. They sound pretty good. Yeah, I'm not a coffee person either. I've never, I've never tried it. Just the smell of it turns me off from coffee. Wow. See, okay. see, I'm the, I love the smell of coffee. It's the taste that turns me away. You know, I was always told as a kid that you know it would stunt my growth and make me really hairy. So I just never drank it. Yeah, that was yeah. That's what I always heard. It's kind of growth. So, so I know that's what scared me away. I was like, <laughs> I don't want to be. I don't want to be short. I don't want to be a short Sasquatch. <laughs> <laughs> what was that, Everett? Exactly. Oh my gosh, this is out of left field. My goodness. He said he didn't want to be a short Sasquatch. I mean. Ah! <laughs> Hey, I would be famous though. I could be a famous short guy. There you go. Can't even talk now. I would be famous. People are trying to get pictures of me all the time. Man, I'd be elusive. The elusive one. Yeah. But no, we love Dunkin' Donuts. We love working with Dunkin' Donuts, and but you know we always can't wait to, for this event to kick off every single year and throughout the entire year. Now it's almost time. I know we were talking about it, but we are less than a month away from Summer Games, y'all. how exciting is that that? i know all the athletes out there are super excited for it Um, and we're gonna have a lot of stuff going on not just our you know sporting events that we have going on at summer games but bruce we're gonna have a lot of other activities for our athletes and our athlete leaderships yeah yeah we have our uh, athlete leadership summit meeting uh saturday september 18th uh, where you'll learn um, everything uh, involved with athlete leadership. And then also Sunday and Monday, um, some of our executive committee athlete leaders will be out at Olympic Village um, manning the, uh, the inflatable games uh, that we'll have set up at Olympic Village. And then also Sunday and Monday, we are doing um, a new studio called the Inclusion Revolution, where athletes can, um, on Sunday, uh, will be a training session with, uh, with a couple of new um, personalities from, I believe, San Antonio. Um, and uh, that will be the, like, the instruction day. And then Monday, those athletes who are trained, um, We'll go out and interview some of the athletes competing at a uh, summer game event. Awesome. Like I said, there's a lot of stuff happening down, <clears throat> excuse me, at summer games. 
um, this year, and it's not just our sporting events. So what what are you looking forward to most, Bruce, out of the, the list of things that you you told our listeners? What's the, what's the one thing that you are looking forward to? Um, I would say just our Athlete Leadership Summit because athletes can, can come and learn um, about everything we do in terms of athlete leadership because I think a lot of athletes uh, still feel like, hey, Special Olympics is just like a sports organization um, where I go out and I practice my sport. But Special Olympics um, has evolved into so much more than just a sports organization. Um, and we'll also have our healthy athlete screening out there uh, Sunday, I believe. Um, with most of our uh, screenings for healthy athletes. Um, so just a lot of the other stuff maybe that athletes don't think about when they think of Special Olympics. Yeah, definitely. And I, and I remember taking athletes down to summer games that, you know, they love doing all of the extra stuff at athlete villages or going through our health screenings and stuff like that. They loved getting those experiences and, you know, and loved – um, you know, I've dropped off a, a large group of athletes from the North region area for the, you know, an athlete leadership meeting that they had down there. And I think that was their favorite experience down there, just getting to talk with everybody from around the state because, you know, they stay connected through different ways, through email, through phone calls, but it's really great to see them all come together in person and see those ideas that they come up with and how to move our organization forward and actually see them working with each other uh, to make Special Olympics what it is today and, and, you know, an organization for our athletes that are run by our athletes that get to, they get to make those decisions that what they want to see at the next competition is really yeah. see. Yeah, I think that's especially important after everything that we've gone through over the past year and a half where, <laughs> uh, where for the most part, we couldn't meet together in person. So I just think that's really important. Most definitely. And and just to touch on what you were saying, um, this weekend I was talking to some folks, uh, you know, always doing some outreaching. I was uh, at, at um, a church and they were wanting to know <clears throat> how to get involved and, and what are the things that, that we do in Special Olympics, you know. Um, and um, no, you know what, not only was it at church, but it was also at Smoothie King. I <laughs> uh, was wearing one of my shirts and one of the ladies was telling me how she wanted to get involved. And, um, you know, she asked, you know, well, what year, what time of the year is it? And I said, oh, year round. She goes, really? Well, don't you only do like a certain sport? I said, sweetheart, we had over 20 sports. We're like the Olympics. Yeah. I said, we have as many sports uh, for our athletes to participate. If there's a sport out there that people are doing, that is an official sport. We're doing it. Yes. And she was like, yeah, that was one of my favorite questions when I, uh, when I first tell people that I work for Special Olympics. Oh, well, when is the Special Olympics? And I tell them, it is every day. <laughs> that is right. It is yep. every day. So, you know, I just went on and just told them more and more about it. And then I was like, you know, <laughs> I'm getting people around me. So y'all know I like being on my soapbox when I got people around me. So I can I see, he's in the smoothie king and he jumps up on a table. I'm telling like, you, I jumped right me. on top of it. Now listen, we will tell you more about the Special Olympics, Texas. 
Uh, but <laughs> some of the other things that we ended up talking about is just like you said, Bruce, you know, number one, we want to get away from the, you know, stigma of it's just sports because our athletes are more than just sports. Yet they're just like every other athletes that are out there that have other talents. And I started telling them everything that we have, things that we're doing for our athletes, you know. Um, you know, your better management program that you have, uh, also teaching our athletes how to go ahead and speak in front of uh, hundreds of people, uh, teaching them how to do PowerPoints uh, for for meetings and things of that nature. And they were just overwhelmed. They were like, wow, are you you all are doing that. I said, yeah, we do that. So it's uh, like you said, it, it's good that people are starting to know that it's not just about the sports. And I told them, I said, in our sports, it isn't one of those that, you know, people go out there and they're like, oh, look, look at them. They're so cute. How they're... No, our athletes go out there to compete. They bust their humps, they train, and they want to be respected just like every other athlete. And you will see it when you're out there. Now, when you come to the, when you come to events, they're going to love on you. You know, so if you don't want to get loved on, this is the wrong place to be. Everybody, everybody just enjoyed it. And it, it was just awesome. It was awesome. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, that, and that's a perfect segue into other things that exciting things that are happening, you know, in the world of our athletes and getting better opportunities. You know, Bruce has got a couple of things he wants to talk about. And one that has to do with, you know, better money habits. And then a really exciting thing that Bruce has been working on is the opportunity for athletes to actually get job opportunities at the Houston airport. So Bruce, if you kind of want to go into both of those. Uh, yeah, we had our, um, our better money habit training a couple of weeks ago with Bank of America. Uh, Bank of America employees came on and we only had like four or five athletes on that training. But it was still really good for them to go through that training and learn about the difference of needs and wants and and why uh, is why it, it's important to have that differential between what I really need and what I want um, and the importance of having a savings account. Um, and they also talked about it, uh, the envelope method where. Uh, which is a method that Bank of America kind of came up with themselves where you have an envelope for, for like each expense, uh, each expense that you have during the week and you put however much money you spend on that expense in that envelope and, and you can't spend more money on that expense than what you have in that envelope. Um, so it's just, uh, a really important training and we talked about the importance of identity safety when people are online, how to protect your identity. And we also talked about fraud and identity theft. Um, and we also talked about the different taxes that come out of uh, people's paychecks, how um, the, the, the income that you see from your paycheck once your paycheck first hits your account, is not the the same amount that you're gonna uh, that you're gonna receive because taxes have to be taken out. Definitely, I mean, and Bruce, why are why are having these? You know, because we we call them training, but they're they're really kind of classes. Why is it so important for us to, you know, offer these classes to our athletes? Um, because a main goal of a lot of our athletes is independence. 
Um, they want to become independent from their parents or their caretakers or maybe whoever they live with. So, so teaching them these better money habits uh, really does help with um, them becoming more independent. That's awesome. And it's, it's a great thing that we, you know, offer these, you know, regularly, because I know this is the, this is, we've had a few uh, of these kind of trainings that you've put on and Bank of America has put on. So it's really great that we have these opportunities throughout the entire year for athletes to be a part of. And now, you know, what is the, what's the exciting thing? Cause you were kind of talking about it this morning and it was really kind of exciting and you're, uh, you know, if y'all can't see, but Bruce is, you know, dressed up very nice today, you know, better than ever. I am just wearing a special Olympic shirt and some khakis, but, uh, um, Bruce was doing some interviews. Yeah, exactly. Bruce was doing some interviews uh, this morning for a really, really cool experience and opportunity for athletes down in the Houston area, weren't you? Uh, yeah. So um, United Airlines, um, they actually started a partnership with uh, O'Hare Airport in Chicago where they hired um, four Special Olympics athletes to uh to kind of shadow uh, United employees. Um, it's called the United Ambassadors Program. And United really want to get more involved with Special Olympics. Um, they've, been, uh, they've been involved with us for years, but they really wanted to expand that Ambassadors Program um, to other airports other than just uh, Chicago O'Hare. So, um, so, they contacted us a couple months ago about starting uh, this United Ambassadors program at uh, George Bush Airport in Houston. Um, and they're also going to be expanding it to Denver as well. Um, but uh, right now we are in the interview process um, today and tomorrow. We have uh, myself and a couple of our staff from the East region are doing interviews with athletes who are interested in um, in becoming uh, a part of the United Ambassadors program at the Houston airport. Um, and then what, after the interviews are done with us as staff this week, um, we'll do uh, the athletes who get selected to move on to the next step, we'll go through like a job shadowing experience at the Houston airport and um, they'll go through an interview with United employees as well um, and and we're looking to get this pro this program started and hiring athletes um, in October of this year wow that's that's like a fast turnaround for this I mean it's an awesome opportunity for all of our athletes in that area to to be able to have you know, a job in the Houston airport. And that sounds like really cool. That's a quick turnaround. It definitely is. Yeah. And I just know that we really wanted to get that off of the ground uh, this year. Um, so it is a quick turnaround, but um, that's a really awesome opportunity for our athletes. It really is. Now I can already tell you what's going to be said out here in the North region is what about DFW? Are they, I don't even yeah. know what, is it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. That's how much I know about airports. I don't even know where the hub is. But no, I mean, you know, this is, this <laughs> is I, and I, I do know, I, I really have a strong feeling because this is so, something that's so awesome that I feel that people will call and be like, hey, uh, 
because they don't usually call me Everett. It's only the HODs, majority of them coach. Uh, when can we get some love like that? Or when are they going to do something like that out here? You know, and it's it's one of those things. Yes, we would love to have that out here, but let's see how it, it pans out first in Houston. Mm-hmm. And, you know, once they get out there and they do their best and things of that nature, then maybe they will be able to bring those types of hubs, you know, out to here at, at DFW. So, you know, we'll see. Yeah, definitely. It'd be really, really cool to see this spread everywhere. Cause like I said, it's already at O'Hare and you know, it's going to go to Denver and Houston. So it'd be really cool to see how it pans out and how this program works. I would love to go down there and kind of see what the program looks like firsthand. It'd be kind of cool to see that. Well, you know, I love the code, but I don't know if I would want to do this out in Denver. <laughs> well, you're indoors. It's indoors. You're the like the world's biggest airport. It'd be cool to work there. Yeah, but they got doors. They open they up. Had doors that open up. <laughs> you have to go out there towards the plane. It's gonna open up. Get cold. No, I'm messing with you. <laughs> you can yeah, tell what one, my mind is. Um, yeah, the one athlete that we interviewed uh, this morning. We have three more this afternoon, but um, the one athlete we interviewed this morning actually used to work it at the airport. Um, not as a specific airline employee, but she worked at the airport, like handling um, pass- passengers' luggage and uh, helping out with the wheelchairs and stuff like that. So, um, so yeah. So, do you have to have any type of experience to be able to do this? I um, I don't really think so. No, because I think a lot of uh, I think they are willing to hire to hire maybe athletes who who don't have any prior working experience. Um, but she she just uh, was just one of the candidates who who had uh, previous experience at the Houston airport. All right, hey, um, you All just got a new email uh, there, Bruce, for a resume. Um, just don't worry. It does say Everett, but it's actually for <laughs> my athletes. So, you know, you can always call them up for an interview as well. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> On the job training. I think it's, yeah, that's, that's a really good thing for airlines to do and anything to do is to give online, uh, you know, on the job training. So it'd be really awesome to see, but that sounds like a really, really cool program that we got started. And like I said, Definitely. I can't wait for it to kick, you know, get off the ground and get started. It'd be really cool to see. Yeah. Yeah. And that's just another thing, you know, that that Bruce, uh, as well as everyone else up there at the uh, headquarters area are working on for our athletes. Once again, you know, that's something else I can talk about right there. You know, getting our getting our athletes jobs and things to that nature. Oh, that was the other thing I was telling about job fairs, you know, uh, us having job fairs. So, you know, it's just so many things that we're doing that is. you know, breaking, okay, I said breaking news, but, you know, uh, we're breaking news. Yes, we're tearing down the walls and, and doing new things for our athletes that haven't, uh, that they haven't had the opportunities to do. And this is one of the reasons why I love being with this organization. Oh, yeah, no, definitely. All the, all the cool things that we get to do that not everybody thinks about that we're actually doing on the side. And like we it's always goes back to the same thing. You know, Special Olympics is not just about sports. It, it truly is a, a lifestyle when you think about it. When you when you join it, you get to do so much stuff. You get to go so many 
trips and do so many things as an athlete. You get so many opportunities, not just athlete leadership, but so many opportunities outside of that. Health messengers, global messengers. Um, I'm probably missing a few, but we have so many different different opportunities for our athletes. Um, yeah, and I did want to talk really briefly about a, a employment training opportunity in the North region. Um, hopefully that we're going to be kicking off uh, early next year um, through a partnership that we have with uh, CVS Pharmacy and also Texas uh, Vocational Rehabilitation. Uh, we're going to be um, giving, uh, starting up our employment project training where athletes can go through trainings on resume writing, interview skills, professional behavior in the workplace, um, chain of command in the workplace, like who you have to go to when you have a problem. Um, so that is something that will that will be in the Dallas area uh, that will get going hopefully beginning of next year. Did you say proper behavior in the workplace? Oh man, I'm in trouble. Yeah, Everett, uh. we, we might have to we might have to look into some of your behavior. <laughs> you know, oh, it's man. pretty cool that we're doing that with CVS. Um, matter of fact, I had one of my um, former students, um, and he was also on my on um, the Navigators, Northwest Navigators. That was one of the things that CVS started with with him. He got to go and, and work there. And, you know, places like CVS, Kroger's, just – you know, some of the spots that I know of, those are the only two that I know of that really work with our athletes trying to, and not just our athletes, let me rephrase that, work with the uh, ID community, trying to get them, you know, out there and getting them jobs. So it's really cool to hear that we're actually partnering up with CVS uh, out here in the North Regions to go ahead and, um, and get some of these athletes uh, some jobs. So yeah, I like that. Yeah, and I just want to clarify that the the purpose of this training program is not to give our athletes a job. Like that's not uh, because that would just be too easy for our athletes. We just want to give our athletes the training to go out and get a job themselves. This is not like a job placement program for our athletes because that would just be too easy for them if they didn't have to go out and look for their own job. So pretty much what you're doing is you're going to go ahead and do all the training that they would need. So proper, as you were stating earlier, you know, uh, uh, proper business etiquette. So, you know, how to act in a workplace, how to perform the, the resume and things to that nature. They're not just going to a class and then at the end of the class, they're going to have a job. Yeah, uh, we're giving them the tools to go out and look for a job. Yeah, I love it. I love it. Yeah, All definitely. Right. Take it back. We're, we're training you. We're going to give you the skills. And then like competition, you're going to go out there and show us what you got. Like in the real world, we're going to take what we taught you and go show us that, you know, and by showing us that, you know, you succeeded, you, you get a job on your own. It's kind of like that way. It's kind of yeah. cool. give you the tools to go out there and succeed. Yep. Hey, can I can I? do a refresher course with everybody then Bruce because uh Chris always tells me I need to you know work a little better yeah he's got to share those post-it notes and those staples and those paper clips it's not it's not fun are you looking for another job Everett <laughs> negative Ghost Rider the pattern negative. is cool negative <laughs> 
Just a, just a refresher course. You know? Just you a refresher know? course. I want to be proficient at what I'm doing right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, let's get him to stop when you walk into the office and say, hey, Everett, can I have a pin? We need to stop him to be like, no, my precious. <laughs> and hiding in a corner. My precious. That's what, we, that's what we need to stop. <laughs> yes. Definitely. And then, you know, me going out and saying, hey, I got to get my khakis. Yeah, khakis. My khakis. <laughs> <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. Man, oh man! Well, we got a lot of cool things happening, and uh, you know, if you if you love sports, and you saw that the Dallas Cowboys took on Houston Texans on Saturday, ooh, the oh, battle oh. of the Lone Star, and the Cowboys lost it. Oh, okay, well, they so did my Bears, so it's okay. It's just preseason. Preseason, preseason. yeah. Still it's kind of like AI. It's like, kind of like AI in practice. Practice. <laughs> practice. <laughs> It's preseason. Practice. We're talking about practice? <laughs> oh, man. But no, that was it. So football is officially back. We're excited for yes. it. We talked about it a lot last episode, but we were super excited for it. Next Saturday, college ball starts, baby. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, college is definitely my favorite. Yes. Oh, man. Nope. You know, I, I don't know if, you know, college is but i think high school is my favorite though it, it is just seeing all that raw talent out there just not knowing what they're doing so <laughs> amazing yeah kind of honing in yes <clears throat> Bruce, yeah. What's your favorite uh what's your favorite college football team you know his is arizona <laughs> there are multiple ones out there ever you don't know what is it bruce was i right um i have a few favorite teams um my mom is originally from Michigan, okay. uh, and I still have aunts and uncles that live um, there in Michigan. So the University of Michigan Wolverines is one of them. There you go. There yeah. you go. Yeah. I've seen and the I'm ugly like, blue and yellow. Yes, I've seen yeah. it. Go ahead. <laughs> now, what's another one? <laughs> um, since I live in the Austin area, I would say definitely the Longhorns as well. What? 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 <laughs> no, Bruce, you can't fall Come into on, the Bruce. trap. No, I cannot believe it. I thought you was an Arizona guy. Uh, I'm an ASU fan as well. I was gonna say, gonna that. say I was, the ASU. Hey, they they're gonna have a good uh, season. They have a nice team right now. Man, I can't, I can't get over the UT. I can't get over the. I can't orange. get over that either. I mean, he's he's uh, done, he's done, got it hook, line, and sinker. He's just stuck. Man, have you been talking to Alex? Did Alex get you on UT? Yeah, that's what it is. No, You've been talking to Alex, was. haven't you? No, not really. <laughs> I know, <laughs> you're good. <laughs> I know you're an AM guy, right, Chris? Gigum, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Gigum, maroon all the way. Man, I tell you, I tell uh, Everett's you. Gonna, Everett's going to say something here. What, what's Everett going to say? No, nah, I'm just saying. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry for both of you. And you know what's so bad, though? My best, One of my best friend is what? An All-American from A&M? So there you I, go. <laughs> I'll say too I'm much still, about it. And I'm still not going to be an A&M fan. <laughs> man, oh, he, man. He's my boy. He's my boy, but. Man. You know, it's okay, Bruce. My brother's a big UT fan. He he bleeds burnt orange. You know, and that's what's so bad, Bruce. You and I are not originally from here. 
Um, I'm a big Louisville fan. I will always, you know, you know, basketball, football, I'm always a Louisville fan. But Texas, Texas football is another breed. And I just love watching each and every team all the way down to their D3 schools, man. I mean, there's just so much talent here. Yeah, especially high school football as well. I've been to a couple of, uh, I went to a couple of high school games a couple of years ago here in uh, Round Rock. And high school football is like a religion here. <laughs> and that is not far off from the truth. It that is not. Is. So yeah, the yeah. football season is here and we're all excited for it. No matter what team you root for. That's we right. I agree that we're excited that it's back. I'm going to tell you how excited people are about football season. I just got an email from a gentleman. Um, he is um, going on the line online right now, taking his training courses, doing his background check. And he said, uh, I don't care where I just want to coach some flag football. <laughs> there you go. So, yeah, I mean, telling you football is just live and, and well here in Texas. Sweet. We covered everything except for SO Connected Live this week. Make sure that you tune in. It looks like we're going to have a live virtual event. Um, it's pretty cool. I'm looking at their their flyer right now. It is it's pretty awesome. You have like little dance, arts and crafts, cooking. Ooh, cooking. Ooh. Ooh. So, you know, a lot of good things out there. So stay tuned. Look for your look for your emails. Um, look on the the SOTX page for our SO Connected Live virtual events coming to you. Yes, everything is happening. So this is awesome. Got a lot of stuff happening. So keep in touch. Uh, like again, we will our mitigation committee recesses on the 30th. So hopefully we have good news. Uh, fingers crossed that we have good news and everything's going to move forward after this short little pause. But uh, other than that, thank you for jumping on and joining us for this episode of Welcome to the Revolution. We hope to catch you for the next. Remember to stay so connected and let's all stay so active. Wow, that was backwards. And wow. It was. Do that again because I was going <laughs> to say cockies. Yeah, khaki. <laughs> all right. So you said your part. So all I'm going to say is remember to stay so active and let's all stay so connected. Yeah. Cockies. Thanks for hanging out with us. We hope you join us again on the next episode of The Revolution.